welcome to the Ranching Brunette Podcast. I am your host, Logan Robinson, and this is the podcast for aspiring first-generation ranchers by an aspiring first-generation rancher with one goal in mind, to get America ranching again. Welcome back for episode number 21. This is going to be a short one. I'm hopping in in between a couple interview episodes again to give you guys a little tip and insight of some of the stuff I've been experiencing. And I know if I'm going through it, other first-generation ranchers are going to be going through it as well. So I want to talk about our attitude and our outlook when things come along, such as hiccups, speed bumps, anything that might derail us on our journey. I want to come in with a nice little reminder of controlling our attitude and our outlook as we face these things. So the only things we can control in life is how we react to things, right? So if we are overreacting to small stuff, it's really going to set you back and hinder you more than it's going to help you. So I wanted to share a couple of little things that I've been experiencing in the last couple months of getting my cows home, working on fencing, trying to keep what equipment we have running. It's been one speed bump after another. And I've also had some really big blows that life's brought me this summer as well that I wasn't at all prepared for, didn't see coming like most of these things happen, but I haven't allowed it to get in the way of my progress. Sure, it might have slowed my progress down, but I've made sure to stay consistent. So I want to hop on and remind you guys when these things happen, stay consistent. Continuously review your goals. And even if you're not able to continue pursuing them at the speed you were before, don't allow these hiccups to give you an excuse to procrastinate. It is so easy to procrastinate. And I want to make sure that you guys are staying encouraged and you're not tempted by procrastination. So I've mentioned this a couple of times. Earlier this summer, I had lost my best ranch horse, my best friend, to a tragic accident. Uh, I, Gosh, I thought I had another 15 years with this horse. And it was a total, just hit me in the gut, knocked me on my ass. I was not prepared for this whatsoever. Um, and it's taken some time to grief through the process. It's been a little over two months and you know, it still hurts like hell. And when you lose something that's of that much value and importance to you and that much significance, it takes time to get over it. And whether that is a best friend, a family member, an animal, whatever it might be, everyone experiences grief and loss differently. And this one, I knew that when the day came that I was going to lose this horse, it was going to hit me hard. I just didn't know it was going to come so soon. So I could have easily allowed this tragedy to really set me back. And it was very tempting to go, you know, maybe I should put this off another year, bringing the cows home. I'll finish getting everything fenced off. You know, now I got to get my colt going because I don't have a ranch horse to do my any of my ranch work with. You know, I'm starting from scratch here. And I could have easily allowed that to come in and create procrastination on my journey and I made sure to push through that I allowed myself to grieve I still grieve constantly for my horse and it's only been a couple months and you know with time it'll get better however I made sure to keep on track of my goals and I didn't put it off another year so I made the decision to okay we're going to move forward this is my next steps my plans changed a little bit now I need to add in these goals and I kind of had to remold 
and reshape what I was going to be doing for this year. So I sent my cold off to the trainer as I don't have time from working a day job to getting everything done at home and still setting up our facility. I found a great trainer and I sent my gelding, buckskin gelding off to the trainer for 60 days for her to get a good foundation on them since I don't, I'm not able to be consistent seven days a week with commuting to town. So I added that goal in and he's off getting taken care of. He's doing great. And then my husband and I started getting our cows brought home and we've continued finishing, getting some fencing done. And let me tell you, moving into a little bit of the lighter mishaps, it's always funny to me when these things happen. And I always laugh them off when something happens that's minor. I mean, nothing tragic. I will laugh about it. And it drives my husband nuts. My family is like this, though. Anytime a little hiccup happens, we find the humor in it. And that's how we handle it. So we've gone from trucks breaking down while we're going to get hay. Okay, we're going to get our first load of hay brought in. We get over the hill with the big flatbed trailer. We stop at the feed store. All of a sudden, diesel fuel is spraying everywhere in the parking lot. And the truck has just lost half a tank of fuel right there in the parking lot. I'm like, what's happening? Turns out it's a part that we replaced last year for the same problem. It failed again this year. And we're stranded an hour from home. We still have half an hour to go to go get this hay. I have to call this guy and go, hey, I'm really sorry. Didn't see this happening. But the trucks broke down. Please sell the hay to somebody else. To getting the part in so we can get the truck home and the trailer home. We then get the truck fixed. Go ahead to pick up cows. Drop the horse off of the trainer. We're coming home. The damn part fails again. The same part. And we've got diesel fuel spraying everywhere. Luckily, the way home... We're half a mile from the house, made it home, no problem. Decide, okay, I'm going to use the next truck. I got to go get some more gates and fencing supplies. I'll drive our other truck to town. I get that truck to town and something breaks on that truck. And we've got engine codes coming up and it's not running right. Get that truck home and we're now having to fix parts on that truck. And let me tell you, never ever underestimate those old trucks. We have a 91 First generation Cummins, absolutely love this truck. It has never, ever left us stranded. This truck, we call it Old Faithful. And you guys have probably seen on my Instagram and stuff, it's got tug paint on the side. And let me tell you, that is the best truck. And when our two newer trucks fail, there is old tug ready to get the job done. So tug has been in commission working for us, hauling everything we need hauled. And I tell you what, I am so thankful for that truck. Newer isn't always better. So never underestimate older equipment and older trucks because sometimes older is better. And it's really funny because I love my stepdad who I call my bonus dad. Absolutely love it when he tells me this quote. And he always says, honey, chrome don't get you home. So remember that when you're looking and tempted at something nice, new and shiny, sometimes chrome don't get you home. Never, ever underestimate that older equipment because it's been a lifesaver for us. So from that mishap to now getting the cows home, we have this bull calf that just loves to get zapped in our 9,000 volt electric fence. He'll walk right through it. It is zapping him nonstop and he does not care. He is walking through that fence without a care in the world, walking off by himself 10 acres away, could care less being with the rest of the cows. We spent one weekend constantly. We'd put another strand of, okay, we should be good. 10 minutes later, that calf walked through the fence again. 
we put the calf back in, we add another strand, we work on the fence some more, get the power up some more, and he walks right through it again. This calf is an escape artist to a T. So what do we do? We set up a little pen for him. Luckily, my neighbor had a great little calf that she needed a home for, so I was able to purchase this calf that was about his same age and size, got him to buddy up, and now this calf stays in the pen with the rest of the cows. He just needed to settle in, he needed a little friend of his own, and it all worked out. But through that whole weekend, it was hot as can be. We were sweating, trying to figure out the fence, just miserable in the heat. It had been raining quite a bit, so we had some humidity. And we, I was laughing about it the whole time, and my husband was getting frustrated with me. And I'm just laughing it off, because this stuff happens. Trucks breaking down, cows getting out, it's all part of it. So make sure, when you have the opportunity to laugh about something and make light of it, absolutely do it. If you can have a good attitude when this stuff starts happening, always, always, always find the light in a situation and laugh it off because it's gonna keep the mood light, it's gonna keep you encouraged, and you're gonna look back and laugh on it in a month or two anyways. So you might as well be laughing in the moment. Luckily, we've been able to work through all those. All the trucks, all but one are up and running and we're back to normal, but this is part of it, you guys. What you don't see on Instagram, what you don't always hear on podcasts, what you don't always get to hear when you're having conversations with other folks, is these little things that are just a pain in the butt to deal with, but they're all part of the journey. So everyone gets really excited thinking, okay, it's going to be like, you know, what I see on TV or like this new show Yellowstone that everybody absolutely loves. And it's not always the case. So when you experience these little hiccups, roll with it, have a great attitude, keep your outlook positive. But when you experience the big losses and you're walking through grief, Allow yourself to experience that. Allow yourself to go through all the stages of grief. When those emotions come up, feel it, work it out, but don't let it give you that false permission to procrastinate. Make sure you're staying focused and aligned and intentional as you're walking through some of the pain. And life always is going to have some pain for us. It's just part of the journey, but you got to try and stay focused as much as you can and don't read too much into these things. We can get so caught up in the, why did this happen? What was the reason for it? That'll drive you crazy. Sometimes things just happen and we have to walk through it and it's never easy when it happens. That horse is my best friend and that horse had been with me through some really awful dark times and some really crazy things that life had thrown at me. And that horse always pulled me through. He was the first horse I trained from start to finish. I was the first person to touch him when he was six months old. And I did all of his training from start to finish to a very accomplished ranch horse. And like I said, I thought I had another 15 years with him. That horse was my best friend and I knew it was going to be a devastating loss the day I lost him. And that day started like any other. It was a Friday morning, got up to make my coffee. And I'm looking out the window at him, just admiring him. And I knew something wasn't right. And I'm looking at him. And that's when I could see it. he had completely broken his leg off. And the best thing we could guess is that he hit a gopher hole. We found the gopher hole. We found the shards of bone near the hole where he had completely snapped his front leg off. And he was bleeding out. And I got to him. And I just had minutes with him before we had to put him out of his misery. 
and things like that happen. When you have livestock, you're going to experience these things. It's part of it. It's devastating when it happens. But that is the gruesome reality of raising animals. And this is the part that is never easy in this experience. So when you face these things, allow yourself to feel that. But don't allow it to give you excuses to put off your goals for another year. And it's so tempting to do that. It may slow you down, and that's okay. There's nothing wrong with that. But keep moving forward. Even if it changes your pace, keep moving forward. Even if you have to reevaluate things and change your goals up a little bit, keep moving forward. And I'm not saying push those emotions aside when it's something big and tragic like that. Feel the emotion. But make sure you don't allow it to skew your outlook and your progress. I hope you guys gained something from this episode today. This is kind of one of the random episodes I like to pop in with in between our interview episodes to share with you guys my experiences. And this summer has not been an easy one. There's been several other blows, but I want to keep this just short and sweet and give you guys some insight because I know we all experience these, whether you're first generation, third generation, fifth generation, there is always heartache, there is always loss, and there is always hiccups. Whether you're in agriculture or not, that is just life. And the only thing we can control in this life is our attitude. So whenever you have the opportunity, stay positive, find the light in the situations, and make sure you're having grace with other people when they may be walking through some really hard times or they may not be understanding what you're asking of them. Have grace with folks. Keep a positive attitude. It's going to get you so much farther, so much quicker. I'm really excited for you guys to hear next week's episode with Callison Ranch Beef. I have Nikki Callison joining me, and this is going to be a really fun episode. Her and her husband have an incredible story. I cannot wait for you guys to hear their story and all that they've built together in their 20 years of marriage. It's incredible. Their operation is amazing. Their journey is amazing and so inspiring and encouraging, and you guys are really going to enjoy it. In the meantime, though, if you haven't listened to episode number 20, Flying Pig Cattle Company, you absolutely need to go listen to that episode with Sarah Beth. She did an amazing job. We talk in-depth about 4-H and the benefits of it for both youth as well as adults that are volunteering or are club leaders, any of those kind of things that go with 4-H and FFA. We talk in-depth on that as well as multi-species grazing and another little avenue of ranching that I don't have any personal experience with, but Sarah Beth really brought this great insight to the episode talking about meat goats. And I think you guys might really enjoy that. If you're not sure about doing cattle, this is another great way to be a part of agriculture and providing meat and great products to your community by raising meat goats. So check out episode number 20 with Flying Pig Cattle Company. As always, thank you so much for your support. I appreciate your time and I hope you all have a great weekend.